This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 813 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Greetings, horse people. Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today's tip is an excerpt from the Horse.com's weekly horse health report on the Horses in the Morning show. The Hit'em crew is joined by the Horse.com digital editor, Michelle Anderson, and Dr. Roos for a chat about what an internal medicine veterinarian does and how and why you might be visiting one. And we'll get right to our health tip after this shopping tip from Equestrian Collections. Hi, Glenn here from the Horse Radio Network, and I am with Debbie from Equestrian Collections with the Equestrian Collections Product of the Week. Hi, Glenn. You know what? It is summertime, and it's time to go out on the trails and in the schooling ring, and it's hot. And I've come up with some really great half chaps to wear for summer riding. They're the Dublin Easy Care Mesh Half Chaps. And I have a couple of really good things to say about them. I have a pair, and I wear them trail riding, and they are very, very comfortable, and they're washable. You can just throw them in the washing machine. They come in a bunch of different sizes and two colors, both black and brown. One of the things I do want to mention is that these run, they're very, very stretchy, and they run a little bit on the large size. So if you have a calf that is a little bit larger than um, some of the regular half chaps that work, this chap is something that you might want to try. Um, it is um, just will fit your the, the way it's marked on the size chart, but it also I would recommend it would even go for a size up. And they're only thirty five ninety five, and we have so many, and they're ready to go. It's the Dublin Easy Care Mesh Half Chaps. Just search for Dublin Half Chaps at EquestrianCollections.com and they'll pop up and you can get your pair today for under 40 bucks. The Dublin Easy Care Mesh Half Chaps. Dr. Ruth, can you start by telling us a little bit what is the ACVIM? Because I think that us regular horse owners out there don't see those letters all that often, or if we do, we just trust that they mean something important, and we go from there. <laughs> so what it, is it always the looks important if there's a lot of letters after your name, right? Yes. So yes. the the ACVIM is the American College of Veterinary Internal Medicine, um, and so it is a, a specialty college um, that that, like you just said, you know, there are multiple specialties within and, and multiple species within, um, but everybody within this group is is a specialist in internal medicine. Um, is is what the overall group um, covers. Okay, and you're at the at University of Florida. Um, what is your role at at University of Florida? Yep, so I am here at UF, and I am a, a clinical assistant professor in large animal internal medicine. And so what that means is that I divide my time really between teaching and actually seeing patients in the clinic. You know, so we have a fully operational hospital um, where we see you know, patients of, of all types and sizes and problems. Um, and so I, I see patients. The thing that's a little bit different is that when I'm seeing a patient, I generally have a, a herd of people along with me. Um, 
Um, so every time I see a patient, I have at least one resident with me and then multiple veterinary students. Um, so as the students go through their vet school curriculum, you know, they actually rotate through the, the clinical services. Um, so they'll come and they'll spend two weeks on large animal internal medicine, where as I'm seeing patients, I'm, you know, describing to them exactly what I'm doing, why I'm doing it, et cetera, um, so that they're observing and participating in all of that. Um, so that is the bulk of my time. And then also teaching within the classroom itself. So again, teaching them, you know, in their earlier vet school career, the, the sitting in a classroom and, and having to listen to me talk. <laughs> and so you, you mentioned that internal medicine is, is a specialty. What does that encompass? Yeah, so that's a good question. And I probably should start off with, with what it's not, um, which is that I think there's always a lot of confusion between an internist and an intern. Um, an intern is someone who just finished veterinary school. So that's your first year out of school where you're still a little bit in the learning process, really, um, when you're an intern. An internist or an internal medicine specialist is someone that has completed all of their specialty training. And so... For, for internal medicine specialty training, um, I think we'll we'll talk a little bit later about the actual training process itself. Um, but at the end of it all is is that we specialize in dealing with often very complex diseases. Um, so they may be diseases that affect multiple systems. Um, so not you know just the lungs or just the heart or just the liver. Often can can incorporate multiple body systems. Um, they, that can either be, you know, a, a new disease or it could be a, a chronic long-standing disease. Um, some of the things that we see are, are very common problems amongst horses, but we're also the people that in general are going to pick up some of the, the more rare diseases. So how long did it take for you to become an internal medicine specialist? Is this something that you just like graduate and decide this is what I want to do or is it something that takes some time? It definitely takes some time. So it is four years of further training after veterinary school. What? Um, so really? Fa- yeah. So it's yeah. like 12 so years total? You add up- Yep. So oh it ends up God. being, you know, four years of undergraduate education, four years of veterinary school education, and then four years of post-veterinary school education. So essentially, it's like doing high school all over again after you've graduated high school <laughs> um, to, to get to that level. So it's a year-long internship and then a three-year-long residency. Um, so again, a total of four years. And then within all of that, we have multiple requirements that we have to meet along the way. Um, as far as publications, we have to do some case reports. Um, for our specialty, there are two separate examination pro- um, processes that we have to go through uh, to become board certified. Um, so how does a horse owner end up seeing you as opposed to their general practitioner? So a lot of times they've seen their general practitioner first and been referred to us. So it'll be a problem that either the their usual veterinarian, you know, can't figure out exactly what is going on and, and hasn't come to an actual diagnosis yet, or sometimes they have. Sometimes they've done a lot of the legwork and actually, again, have a diagnosis, but the horse just isn't responding to treatment like they would like. Um, so they would like a, a further opinion or to talk about some other treatment recommendations. So most of our cases have already been seen by at least one veterinarian, sometimes even more than that. Um, that being said, owners sometimes will, will do what we call self-refer, where they will decide to you know, come to us in the first place, where, again, if it is a very acute and drastic illness you know, where the horse has gone, especially neurologic disease, I would say, would be one that we very commonly see kind of first, where the horse went from you know, normal the night before to, to this morning, you know, somebody goes out to feed and the horse can't stand up. Um, a lot of times there, it's almost just more efficient, really, and, and better for, for both the horse and the owner to come directly to us. It would be hard for me to put a number on it, um, but definitely 
probably at least a third of what we do are animals that are brought directly to us by owners. And, and a lot of times that's because they've brought something to a specialist before and, and been happy with, with the outcome and the whole process. And so they're, they're comfortable. They know where we are, what we do, and that we're available. Um, so a lot of times, maybe the first time they came, it was through their veterinarian. But then subsequent to that, you know, they've, they've directly come to us. Or like I said, they've just all of a sudden been confronted with a, a really scary and serious illness where they just say, you know what, I'm just going to kind of go, go right to the source. Um, on thehorse.com, some stuff about heaves. You can see Dr. Ruth if you'd like to see her. She's on there. Um, and Dr. Gleason was talking. She was a neonatologist, yeah. a human neonatologist from Seattle Children's Hospital. Um, and she had some things to say about critical care in infants and then and then how that might apply to foals. And then we're also going to have coverage of the session. So you can look on thehorse.com in the coming um, few weeks, and we'll be summarizing that stuff, translating it for everyone. Um, and then in an upcoming issue, we'll also have um, a summary. So look for that, everyone. And thank you, Dr. Roos, for coming and talking to us. And that's a wrap. To listen to more of the horse.com's tips, just go to horsetipdaily.com and look for the experts drop-down menu on the left. If you love listening to the Horses in the Morning gang putting in their two cents on all things horse, you can tune in every weekday at horsesinthemorning.com for fascinating interviews, news stories from around the world, clever contests, and general horsey hijinks. Don't forget to support our sponsors here on Horse Tip Daily because they make these podcasts possible. Today's podcast has been brought to you through the generous support of equestriancollections.com. The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily.